0: Hello, here's Johnny Podcast listeners, and welcome to another one of our pre-recorded episodes. While Justin and I are vacationing together, yeah, we are in California.
1: It's exciting. I'm am looking forward to it.
0: Yes, this week we are doing a little bit of a "Are You Afraid of the Dark" episode. Patrons know that's kind of the the music that plays into the post-show credits, or the in the Patreon exclusive segments. Um, but since it's pre-recorded, we don't have. Uh, what's new because it wouldn't be accurate. Yeah. Uh so I talked to Justin and I wanted to talk to him about the No One Can Know About You podcast. No one can know about this. No about this. Thank you. Uh for people who don't know, it's two guys who play the Final Fantasy games mm-hmm. in like kind of a random order and they record themselves
1: oh, Excuse me.
0: They record themselves playing the game and then they do commentary afterwards uh justin actually a couple times when he has covered for me him and rachel have done episodes like that for faz yeah faz and... i
1: yeah. think it's just faz yeah
0: um but this recent season is on final fantasy nine listeners know that it's definitely in my top five but it's justin's all-time favorite
1: yes yes it is
0: <laughs> so here's the question i asked that's why i want to know if you were all caught up okay Do you feel that this season, especially in comparison to the others, is a lot more mean-spirited toward the game?
1: No. Actually, I kind of feel the opposite.
0: Really? Because I think, for me, because I was listening to the latest episode, like, last episode today. Okay. I was really feeling, Justin, like, when they were playing it live... They were being really critical and really kind of mean yes and i felt like they were trying to cover for that in like the the the, the live part okay. of their like like looking back on what they were saying and i don't know like the way they talk about like the the act of time events the way they're kind of talking about some of the character developments and like the world today I kind of felt it a couple times but today in particular I was really feeling like they were just like punching on it but
1: so kind of yes I think that it could be them covering for their past selves their past sins um, but I think while they're playing it they are uh, but in the po- post completion recording they are they you they're can giving t- it as flowers like yes and I think it's because I'm hoping I mean there's only one way to find out and it's to get to the end of the season right but yeah yeah, I think there is going to be a turn where they start to enjoy it because I mean they're, they, they are also kind of missing out on a lot like they are not doing they
0: definitely are 100% yes. they are I mean especially like that's how I want to talk to you it's your favorite game It'd be the same way if I was doing 10. And I was just like, I don't know. It just, it seems like they're rushing it. Especially when they played Final Fantasy VIII, and did a lot of the bullshit in that game. Because that game has a lot of bullshit. And FYI, Triple Triad sucks.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I know. Well, and, and immediately, so, for example, when they start, when they're about to play their first hand of cards, they're like, oh, I've heard this is terrible. They played it and they were like, actually, that was amazing. Like they can get it, but there is like that. Like even I don't know how cards level up and like how that whole fucking thing works. It's it. No, like, there's YouTube videos for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I I see. It's funny because I was actually thinking the opposite. I was like, oh, they they're not rushing it because Final Fantasy Nine can be very long. And if you think it about it can also be very short. It can be very short. But if you think about it, they are eight episodes in, which is roughly eight hours. Because like the first couple episodes were an hour long. I mean, I yeah. know it doesn't work yeah. out that way, but that's
0: I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And they're only at the Festival of the Hunt, which is like nothing in the first disc. That's like maybe yeah. a quarter of the way through the first disc. Yeah right because then they have to go through like oh man like they haven't either I mean they're about to eventually go through um um oh my god
0: holy shit don't ask me city names because I do not remember yeah the city my guess is if you're you're right if you're right that turn that you're describing like when they like fall in love with the game like obviously you and I have will probably happen towards the end of disc
1: 1. I see. I was actually thinking, I think it's going to happen in disc 3. Uh, Where
0: do you think it's going to happen? I, uh, I thought it was going to be when we meet, uh, God, not Kefka. What the fuck is this? Uh
1: Not Kuja. Is it Kuja? Kuja. It's yeah, Kuja. It Kuja. Yeah, yeah. Kuja. Yeah, um, Kuja. Yeah, we meet I Kuja actually there. think it's going to happen when Queen, uh, by the way, Final Fantasy <laughs> 9 spoilers, by the way, people. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's going to happen when Queen Brom dies. Okay and like how is they
0: go that long into this game being like PC? Well,
1: I don't I don't know. It I I think what they're missing... I like
0: the active time events. Like well, I, I do enjoyed too. them. It's flavor too. to the world
1: and I it th- is not
0: tucked away in a fucking menu.
1: <laughs> I think it might honestly just like it'll be like me and I'm trying to think this recently happened with like a game I was playing. Where I did right. not like it, and then out of nowhere I was like, you know what? I actually really fucking like this game. I don't know what the hell happened. I think that... Liza P. Nah, Hiles P is fucking great. Start to finish. <laughs> um, I can't remember the name of the game, but um, I th- I think if it doesn't happen when Queen, Queen Brom dies, it's just gonna kind of... It'll be that thing where they're hating on it, and then eventually they're like... Oh, actually, I... have Kind of been enjoying this. Like, I, I think it, will take. It might be okay. in the swamp, or maybe when they get to Chocobo Hot and Cold, they're gonna hate Chocobo Hot and Cold. But I fucking love. That they're gonna game. fucking hate it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I hate it too. But they also enjoy the grind, so they might mm-hmm. enjoy Chocobo Hot and Cold.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just, I've been looking forward to them getting the ten, mm-hmm. right? Because it's my, obviously my favorite. And now you're worried. <laughs> and now I'm worried because I have always felt that nine. Is like objectively a top five Final Fantasy game. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I, you can kind of move those top five around based on mm. like your own feelings or connections to the story or how you like the gameplay mechanics. But I've always felt that nine was like a top one, and I've just just really felt like they have just not been digging it.
1: Oh, see, I it's funny because I honestly think the exact opposite. I think okay, just, while while you. they've been playing it, they haven't been digging it. Well, they even then they like acknowledge. That it is good, but they haven't been mm-hmm. like completely enjoying it. And I, I might just take a walk in the woods for them to change their mind because I haven't been able to do that yet either, right? Which, by the way, is bullshit. Because during, right before Festival of Hunt, like I always fucking went out and grinded the shit out of that sword so I can get like the the um, the synthesized sword that you use with like the two mage mashes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I always fucking grinded the hell out of that so I could fight. dude as soon as i got a
0: piece of equipment i would always go out and max it yeah and i could trade right away and
1: i'm assuming that eventually they are going to do that and that's when it'll like there could be there's going to be a lot of points where i think there's going to be turns especially
0: since they're playing the ps4 version which means they can take it to 4x
1: yes i don't think they will well i mean i hope they do for their own sake if you're
0: grinding turn that bitch to 4x yeah i agree there is don't be a fucking hero.
1: But they're also making sure they do everything on video this year so they might not. Okay. Okay. Alright, well I just want to talk to you about it because I was I was listening no, to absolutely. it
0: today when I was doing some work and it was just I think I, I think it's I, was...
1: I think for you personally it's more the fact that you might be worried that they won't enjoy ten.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because for me, like I like am I worried that it was I worried that they wouldn't enjoy nine. And eh, not really, like yeah, I could give two really. Fox less, right? I just
0: I just don't, I will not tolerate ten slander.
1: Exactly. I think that's it is the greatest game of all time. I think that's the difference between how you and I have been uh, listening to this season, because <laughs> you know they're yeah. one step closer. <laughs> well, but in all honesty, let's be honest, the, it's the list be, is narrowing. It's going to be fucking like four years before they get to that shit. So,
0: well, because they're going to do an old one next, so I'm assuming we'll do like three, I or like. I,
1: they might just go to 10
0: we'll see we'll see but yeah if you, guys are, if you guys like final fantasy if you guys like honestly two friends playing a game together like i would definitely check out the no one can know about this podcast uh they do created... some
1: like weird stuff in the first couple seasons that to me does not hit <laughs> i don't even remember um well they did like the weird weather report thing that sucked I like that. I I thought it was funny. I'm not going to lie. Every time I was like, just fucking skip through this bullshit. Um, And then in six, they did the, like, coming back from the future stuff. I like that too. I did not. I was like, fucking skip this bullshit. Finally, they're back to just like a clean, just fucking, like, just a podcast. I can still skip the end ads if I want to, which I do every week because I'm a piece of shit. But, you know. Whatever.
0: Well, with all that Final Fantasy talk, are you ready to talk about it? Are you afraid in the dark? I am. Let's do it.
1: Justin. Yes.
0: Normally I'm supposed to do this background. Okay. I have been busy and just not having a good week. That's fine. So I asked Devin to help me. So Devin has put together the background for You Afraid. I
1: I have one question to ask. Does she mention the fact that it's a Canadian television show? Well, Justin.
0: Are You Afraid of the Dark was a Canadian-American television series that was originally premiered on the Canadian network YTV in 1990 before making its way to Nickelodeon in the U.S. in 1992. Um, I would just like to
1: say it is not a Canadian-American television show. It is a Canadian television series.
0: (laughs) Produced by Nickelodeon, the show was filmed primarily in Canada and featured primarily Canadian actors contributing to its unique atmosphere.
1: Hell yeah, uh, J. Berenshaw.
0: Yeah, he was in The Dead Man's floor. He
1: was. He was the kid who died.
0: <laughs> the heart of the series was in Midnight Society, a group of teenagers who gathered around a campfire in the woods and took turns telling scary stories. Iconic characters within the Midnight Society include Gary, Kristen, David, Kiki, Frank, Betty Ann, Eric, and Tucker. The show's episodes were known for their spooky and suspenseful storytelling, featuring classic horror elements like haunted houses, cursed objects, and urban legends. So she has uh, one of the more memorable episodes was The Tale of Laughing in the Dark with its creepy clown character Zebo who went on to be a mascot for Are You Afraid of the Dark? Look him up. Look up Zebo. Z E E B O. And you'll you'll recognize him Im- immediately.
1: Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Another episode that stands out amongst fans is the tale of the dead man's float okay <laughs> we'll get to it we'll get to okay it. are you afraid of the dark quickly became a part, beloved part of the 1990 pop culture praised for its ability to genuinely scare young viewers while conveying themes of friendship bravery and facing your fears the show's eerie and memorable theme song composed by jeff fisher and ray fabie added to the overall spooky atmosphere The series left a lasting legacy as a spooky and entertaining show that contributed to remembered, contributed uh, fondly by fans. It influenced a generation of horror enthusiasts and played a role in introducing young viewers to the horror genre. References to the show can still be found in various forms of horror media, and it remains available now on streaming platforms for everybody to watch. The show inspired spinoffs and adaptations including a 2019 miniseries a 2019 feature film adaptation by dj caruso several actors who appeared on the original show like ryan gosling and jay baruchel yeah uh went on to have successful careers in the entertainment industry Did seth
1: rogan ever show up on that i'm gonna look that up i don't know find out or not I'll seth rogan TV, um fuck ryan uh reynolds right he probably did uh, the series received
0: critical acclaim and even won a Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Children's Series DJ McHale one of the show's creators became a successful author and wrote the Pendragon series for young adults um, there are also books based in expanding the Are You Afraid of the Dark Universe here are some fun facts okay so obviously Devin listens when I do my stuff so that's <laughs> kind of cool because she does my kind of vibe So, the inspiration for the Midnight Society uh, was inspired by the creator's own experience with campfire tales with his friends as a child. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Before airing on Nickelodeon in the United States, it premiered on YTV. It gained uber popularity in Canada, which is why Nickelodeon went and scooped it up.
1: Yes, it did. And weirdly enough, it's – actually, no, I guess technically it's free on YouTube in Canada. (laughs) Fair, Which is why I could not find it streaming on a. So, in a addition to
0: Ryan, in addition to Ryan Gosling, other really famous actors who appeared on this were Alicia Cuthbert, okay, Nev Campbell,
1: oh shit, okay, and Hayden Christensen. I'm not surprised by Hayden Christensen. Isn't he Canadian?
0: If he is, it makes it. It's another reason why he's the greatest of all time. <laughs> uh, while the eerie theme song is iconic it has different variations over the show's run. If you watch in order, some versions have altered arrangements and visuals. Cool. Uh, the series had a crossover episode with Clarissa Explains It All.
1: I never really watched it. I, I think I watch like one episode of that show. But I get the in premise this, of it.
0: In that special episode, Clarissa tells her own scary story as a guest member of the Midnight Society.
1: Okay, interesting
0: uh gary one of the original cast members or one of the original members of the minute society was known for wearing his distinctive round glasses these glasses became iconic and a pop culture craze for fans of the show yeah the first harry the original harry potter
1: <laughs> yeah of course
0: in addition to the tv series like i mentioned there were book adaptations spin off novels and some comics are you afraid of the dark one of the daytime emmy like we mentioned the show's legacy lives on through a 1999 revival called are you afraid in the dark the nightmare room references to the show can be found like we mentioned before in the late 1990s the canadian themed park canada wonderland featured a haunted graveyard attraction inspired by the series allowing visitors to experience some of the more spooky elements and iconic visuals from the show. God damn, that would have been cool. Can- Canada Wonderland? Have you been there?
1: Yeah, Canadian Wonderland. Canada's Wonderland? Yeah. It's like 2 hours from me. Okay. Uh, Dad, did I ever tell you about the story about me almost falling out of a of a ride? No. Really? Did I not tell you that story where I was like no. in the gate and it like I started to slide out? Oh. Uh-uh. Okay. That's for another day. Okay. Okay, cool. Um. So
0: Justin and I watched two episodes from season five. Yes. I picked these two episodes. I picked one because, to me, it was the scariest episode that I had ever seen and it stuck with me. And the other one I picked is because it's something that I actually think about a lot. Like, I find myself thinking about the episode. It's been a long time since I've seen either of them. But we'll kind of dive into it so the first one we watched was the tale of the dead man's float yes um, like devin had in her notes um dead man's float is one of the more iconic episodes of are you afraid of the dark basically the simple premise is a kid drowns in a pool it kind of looks like he's pulled under but we don't really know because it's similar to the jason story right where yeah lifeguard and they aren't paying attention because they're making out and little brother dies Pool gets shut down years later it's rediscovered refilled the lifeguard is not the janitor and there is a monster in the pool and they have to kill him with science justin they kill him with science
1: <laughs> that's why you love uh, this episode so much <laughs> and it's funny because i'm not gonna lie when that happened i was like mm, i get why larry loves this episode
0: <laughs> so for me A lot of the details of this one never stuck with me. What always stuck with me is when they pour that orange chemical into the water to get the monster to, like...
1: Appear. Like, appear. Yeah.
0: And he rises out. Like, as a young child watching that. Oh, yeah,
1: that's fucking terrifying us for a child.
0: yeah. Yeah. And that is probably going to be my biggest takeaway Justin from both of these episodes and it's kind of a little bit that looking around is that we have done Goosebumps on yeah. here. We've yep. done some like other kid movies and stuff. Are you afraid of the dark? Although it is meant for kids it doesn't pull the weight away.
1: No, it definitely like I feel Goosebumps especially is more like plays it more to the hokey goofy side uh whereas like are you afraid of the dark is like no these fucking kids died (laughs) and like here is a fucking like like very blood-colored uh dripping wet skeleton skeleton monster yeah coming to fucking drag you to the depths
0: and, like, Dead Man's Float pulls in, obviously, some inspiration from Fight of the 13th with how yeah. the boy drowns in the pool. It pulls in some stuff from Poltergeist with the swimming pool being built over a burial ground. Yeah. Like, it definitely pulls in a lot of these elements. And it definitely it, – it, thinking back when I was a kid, I always mm-hmm. felt like I was watching something that I shouldn't have been watching. Yeah. Like, I always felt like it was, like, a little bit too scary. It was a little bit, like, beyond where I was at at that age.
1: Okay.
0: But – I think what Devin kind of put in her notes is, like, spot on. It, This is, like, the best kind of primer for kids who are looking to dive into, like, horror.
1: Yeah. Uh, see, my thing is, I'm very surprised that this was one of the more iconic episodes. Because this, honestly, is not an episode I really remembered. I have really? two very... Vivid memories of episodes which I might make you watch before we record next week, <laughs> okay. Uh, um, since you have your like month or whatever with uh Paramount, no,
0: I found them on Daily Motion.
1: Oh, okay,
0: like is... I can still find them, they're all on there.
1: Okay, so I found out the names of them. The first okay. one is The Tale of the Pinball Wizard. Oh, shit yeah, I remember that one. That one scares the fuck out of me. Even I remember thinking, that one, even thinking about it to this day, creeps me out. And the second one is actually called the. I just looked it up. It's called the the Tale of the Ghastly Grinner, um, and it's yes, it like that's balls the one around. with that's the comic book one, basically the comic book one. Those are the two for me that was oh that were always like standards.
0: So cool. Okay, so that's the Dead Man's Float yes the second one the Tale of the chameleon i think is probably the one that maybe caught you the most off guard but why i would have picked that one
1: yeah so, i'm not 100 sure but i also i kind of get it with like mr scratch and stuff
0: yeah so we have that was not actually why that makes me seem really smart doesn't it yeah it does um <laughs> <laughs> especially because when i picked it i didn't we hadn't uh i hadn't played out of make. um <laughs> A daughter played by... I'm not sure if it was Tia or Tamara, but one of the Maori twins um, is just kind of really disgruntled with her family life. She's not really happy with how she's being treated, uh, but her best friend's staying over for a little while. They go to a pet store, they come across a chameleon, they kind of like poke fun at it, and then it gets bitten. It bites Tia, and then they leave. Oh, don't don't
1: forget the uh, soulless child tells them the riddle.
0: Oh, the water thing? The water
1: bitten once bitten twice drink some water and you'll pay the price or whatever yeah
0: i forgot thank you i would have gotten to that eventually uh chameleon makes its way home with them and the chameleon is a special chameleon and it's able to turn into one of the people twins and they the the evil chameleon pours water on to the good Maori twin mm-hmm. shrinks her back into a chameleon. She's able to then grow back into the actual size. But the reason Justin, why I constantly find myself thinking back to this episode is that dilemma where the friend has to pick which one to spray. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's the reason why that like this sits in my brain space, the way that it does is I watched this as a kid, right? Probably close to Griff's age, I would imagine. That's a really fucking heavy dilemma to do. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And then to be very explicitly demonstrated that you picked wrong.
1: Yeah. And like, hey, this other person is just going (laughs) to die down there.
0: Like, it's it's, it's a dumb presence. The riddle is funny as, as whatever. But it's just to me, like... I think about that final sequence with the girl holding the hose and trying to figure out which friend to turn, which one of them is her real friend. Yeah. Like, I am embarrassed to admit how much I think about that.
1: Yeah, it's okay. We and can I all be embarrassed because... a little bit now, you know, every now and then. And
0: I, and, and I think it's because, like... I think I was just like... Obviously, I saw Blair Witch when I was, like, two or nine. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of my it it scared me but a lot of my appreciation for that film has kind of grown over time right it's like the kind of movies I like and all that jazz
1: yeah artsy fartsy movies you you can say it it's okay
0: (laughs) with Are You Afraid of the Dark especially The Tale of the Chameleon it isn't as like I do think Dead Man's Float is like scary like that the visage of that guy is like scary especially for a kid yeah this one I think is more like existential it's like what do you do if you pick wrong
1: so i so this is actually the reason i have kind of another existential crisis uh show okay okay Uh, there's an episode of one of the newer seasons of black mirror that actually made me stop watching the show Ooh, which one uh have you seen the star trek episode yeah where he's just kind of like left out in the middle of nowhere uh-huh. It made me feel such existential dread for like my being that I was like, because he was just stuck in like VR basically. Yeah, I was, yeah like, he was just no. there. Yeah, and I was like, no, I, no, I can. This show is not for a happy Justin. So. It, it,
0: exactly, and I think that's what it was for me because I think the way the story is told, yeah, because like what we talked about right, like it doesn't pull its punches and it treats its audience as if they're adults. They yeah. are telling a story to a child. And the acting is in like the the vibe is definitely that towards children.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But
0: the messaging is not being pulled back. Oh god. No. And so I think I think that is I know that's the reason why I selected this one is because I thought it was a hell of a thing to pose to its target audience.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, it is uh oof.
0: because there are other episodes like the, the two you mentioned are like other great ones i think i talked about there's one with the sandman where a girl gets sucked into the sand world and she has to like break the hourglass to get out there's one i don't remember what episode it was like this clown arm like reaches through the tv and tries to grab a kid while he's sleeping on the couch
1: i think is that a, i'm trying to think if that's the one where it's kind of like there's they're living in a haunted house
0: yes mm-hmm
1: because I remember that too. I only remember bits and pieces of it, but I do remember that one too. I am serious when I say we should watch the other two that I mentioned before next week. We just
0: had just to like... I'll do it. Hey, they're they're 20 minutes long. Yeah. So the last question I have for you, Justin, before this Are You Afraid of the Dark stuff, is obviously you have two kids. Um, They're in... (laughs) That, I just noticed that box behind you for Evil Dead. It is That is a terrifying picture, and now I can't look away. That one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, When would you let them sit down? Because I remember watching that Nick at Night, right? So yeah. it was like Friday night, Saturday night, whatever that was. When would you let them sit down by themselves? My parents didn't watch with me. And like, let them watch two episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark?
1: so i think i have a little different approach to this than most people well i I actually i don't i don't know i am kind of so it's it's different um griffin griffin is uh has like a weird reaction to blood and like throws up all the time because of it okay Um, okay so i don't push that stuff on him because i'm like even if i'm like playing a game i'm like and he likes to watch, and I'm like, you can watch, but there's going to be blood, and I'm not sorry for it. There yeah. will be blood. Yeah, and I'm just like, you know, I, I told you that. You know what you're getting into. You can watch if you want. I don't care, whatever. And he usually, like, eh, and, like, walks away. Um, my daughter, on the other hand, who is young, <laughs> like, five, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. is, like, very much when I, so when I was playing separate ways, for example, I was like, hey, you probably don't want to watch this. So there's going to be, like, lots of, like, blood and gore and stuff. She just, like, loves I mean, that Justin, shit. If you think
0: about it, you and I are probably five or six when we watch it. Are you afraid yeah,
1: of it? I I, I would obviously, like, I would watch the content first at this point. Yeah. But I would still yeah. totally, like, if they wanted to watch it, hell yeah, let's do it.
0: I think that's the key, right? Is like, it's kind of hard since it's no longer, like, growing up, you would be watching... Rugrats and yeah. have a commercial like Nick at Night all the cast of all of that and then two of new episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark and I'm like I need to fuck all that <laughs> yeah. I need to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark yes. that is the only thing I that... care about can I please stay up till nine o'clock but for you, like that's not there anymore no so it's how not. how would you
1: introduce them to it to see like so uh, um this is um I have to see if I can when is this episode coming out
0: uh, this episode, Justin, will release on October 16th.
1: Okay, so I have screeners for the new uh, Goosebumps TV show. How is it? I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Um, that's my plan this weekend, is because we are going to watch it, and then if it's like not too crazy, we're yeah. going to show it to our kids. Because okay. we honestly just kind of like, they can watch whatever the hell they want, as long as they understand that, in doing that they might like they loved the first goosebumps movie with Jack Black right yeah, and they wanted yeah. to see the second one and i told cuz i had seen the second one i said it's pretty different yeah and it's like kind of spooky cuz they have like slappy as in like a much scarier role for more kids prominent yeah yeah. yeah yeah and i told them like it's probably going to be kind of spooky and they fucking loved it so at this cool. point i'm like i'm trying to find so where Michelle and I are actually right now, we're trying to find like that good children's introduction show to this stuff because
0: goosebumps and are you afraid? Of yeah, are not bad places to start.
1: I agree, but also like we had patience as kids because we had to wait for things to happen all yeah. the time. That's like not the case anymore. So we had to kind of find like a newer version of that kind of stuff
0: so one of the things I remember doing that helped me kind of find a lot of stuff is I would go to the I was at the library once a week if not more
1: well I, I will say right now my son is reading the Jurassic Park book so I'm proud of him he can like he I just I walked cool. down this morning and he was just like sitting on the couch just like I was like cool. alright okay fuck yeah, let's do this maybe he's ready but no Um, my daughter is showing much more of an interest in like creepy stuff Scooby? yeah which okay. hell yeah
0: all right, time for the Conjuring then.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, every time we're like, "Oh, hey, do you want to watch watch a movie?" I'm always the one to be like, "All right, when are we gonna sneak in like Child's Play <laughs> or Cheryl's oh, no, no, like, Game?" Like, oh, Jesus
0: fucking Christ! <laughs> All right, so that is our little dive into Are "You Afraid of the Dark." Yeah. Uh, next week we can just kind of talk about Pinball Wizard and Ghastly Grinner. Yes. So that'll be fun but no like I said I've been wanting to talk about this for a while obviously our, our our whole patreon segment is kind of based around the idea of sitting around a campfire and talking about stuff so um this was a lot of fun I would actually and...
1: also like to say if anybody listening has episodes that they love let us know yeah. and I'll, I'll just fucking check it out
0: yeah we get it's, it's not hard to talk about and let kind of dive into it because like yeah. the thing is like it what it's not meant for 30. Year olds Justin and Larry. It was meant for five and six year old Justin and Larry. Yeah, I mean, that's it definitely hits. It's cool to see which one hit people differently. <laughs>
1: yeah, it hits differently when you're 30 and you're gone. oh boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, perfect. Well, that is all we have for You Afraid of the Dark. We're going to play some music and then head on in to the closing. For ourselves. Okay. This is us looking forward into the future, our first episode coming back from uh Colorado, Colorado California. <laughs> okay. And keep in mind it will also be a double record that week. <laughs> okay. So we have to do the uh Halloween special.
1: Oh man, alright. Okay.
0: So we have two things. Do oh, you want to okay. do that game that you mentioned?
1: oh okay
0: or okay i want to do 13
1: ghosts fucking 13 ghosts all hands down all the way okay
0: i will update the show's schedule for that yeah because i feel like we should have done that by now
1: yeah well that would have fallen in we'll see that's the thing is that would have fallen in like the first season when we were when we very, it really tight we fucking had <laughs> six episodes
0: and you guys don't even know how long the next season's gonna be. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well exactly. That's why it's like, okay, so we've gone from six episodes to bleep episodes. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck?
0: Which is why after we finish this season we have to do something to figure yeah, out the we'll, new figure out. <laughs>
1: we'll figure it out. We'll figure it
0: out. Alright, uh everyone, thank you for hanging out with us. Patrons stick around. We will have some campfire questions. But until next time, stay scary. the here's johnny podcast is brought to you by larry and justin you can find the show on twitter at here's johnny cast and you can find larry at beaver
1: la you can find justin at pickle thing and you can email the show at here's johnny podcast at gmail.com you can look us up on facebook at here's johnny podcast
0: as always in the show notes you can find links to the discord it all goes back in. There's a pretty cool tier, so head on and look at that.
1: But until next week, see you guys later.